Hey guys, this is Christy, also known as Enoshima Cosplay. I'll be appearing at the Melbourne Toy and Comic Con on October 21st. I'll be helping out at the Tin Universe table, so make sure you stop by. Uh, we can talk about cosplay, we can take some photos, and you can even purchase a print from me if you'd like. Um, there's also going to be a Naruto-themed giveaway if you're interested. <laughs> so I hope to see you there. To start off things, would you like to introduce yourself a little bit? Sure. My name's Heather. Uh, on Instagram, I go by Snipery, but I don't think anybody really knows how to pronounce it. <laughs> uh, what's it, what's the origin of the Snipery? Uh, it actually started a, a long time ago when I was uh, still a kid. I was into Neopets, and uh, I had to make myself a username. So I was obsessed with a particular anime character from Yu Yu Hakusho, and uh, so I was like, well, I'll make my username Sniper Girl, because I loved him. <laughs> uh, and ever since then, I've just kind of kept Sniper in my usernames. Ah, cool. So uh, how did you first get into cosplay? Well, uh, I think it was 2013. My parents actually bought me a uh, ticket to a convention for a graduation present. Um, so I went to Animazement, I think it was, and, uh, tried out making some costumes. Was that the first convention you'd been to? Mm-hmm, it was. Oh. What'd you think about your first experience going to a convention? It was really fun. I, I, I definitely wasn't, uh, skilled at first, but I had a lot of fun, uh, making and wearing the costumes. Oh, uh, what was your first costume? I actually went really hard and brought three, one for each day. So uh, I wanted to be thrifty, so I picked cosplays that I could use the same wig for. So I did a uh, male version of Princess Zelda. I did Heather from Silent Hill 3. And actually, I did buy one other wig. I tried to do like a human version of Choco Cat, like the Sanrio character. Uh, and, and that was, it was a bit of a pigtail nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> do you still have those cosplays? I don't. Uh, they they were they were a little low budget. Uh, I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't mind to redo um, Heather from Silent Hill three though. I've always really liked her, and there's there's no other characters named Heather out there really. <laughs> uh, do you tend to keep cosplays for very long and reuse them? I do if I like them a lot. Uh, I've got a closet full of them right now. Currently, I'm just uh, just about every con you'll find me wearing some Final Fantasy stuff. 
Uh, do you repurpose them ever? Like, take bits and pieces for new cosplays? I do sometimes. There's a lot of cosplays where I've taken them apart and uh, stolen the buttons off of them or taken little elements. Um, and I do have a maid dress that I kind of multi-purpose for any character and just put little different accessories with it. Uh, is this, like, do you update uh, cosplay costumes a lot? Like, do different versions of them or improved versions? I do. Uh, right now, Prompto from Final Fantasy XV, I can't help but just do every version of him I can think of. I've got a couple of uh, kind of alternate universe plans, I guess you'd say, for him. Uh, how, about how long in general do you think it takes you to do a costume? It really, really depends. Um, some that have like a lot of technical things to work on, I've worked on on and off for like upwards of a year. Um, but if it's a pretty simple one and I'm just buying the clothes, then I'd say I could probably style a wig for something in a couple weeks. What's the longest you ever worked on a costume? I think the longest was was probably about a year. Uh, I was working on a really complicated build that I had to have uh, disembodied hands all over my body. Hmm. Uh, is that from uh, Hero uh, Academy? Yes, yes, oh, it was Shigaraki. Uh, He's yeah. very difficult to wear. <laughs> um, for a costume like that, it, it takes a year. Are you working on a lot of other ones at the same time, or does it tend to be like one at a time? Usually I'll be working on things for one specific con, so sometimes I'll have one to two new cosplays and then maybe touch something up for another one at the same time. Uh, you talked about earlier, like, one of your first cons, like, you, you actually did the whole three-day costume thing. Is that what <laughs> you tend to do all the time? It is. Now I'm a little more uh, likely to be bringing more than I should. <laughs> uh, for, there was one con where I went really all out, and I think... Uh, that I maybe did like six or seven costumes that convention for a, a four-day con. Mm. So, and that, I, so is that like a morning, evening type thing? Yeah, uh, for, for cons, I'll usually have something to wear on Thursday, and then uh, I've tried to cut it down now to like one on Thursday, two for Saturday, two for Friday, and then one on Sunday. Oh, that's a lot. <laughs> Yeah, it's, if you change any more than that, it's a little hard on your face taking off all the makeup and putting it back on. Uh, do you have, like, a more, ca not very casual cosplay, but just something that, that you take in case it's, like, really hot or it's, like, a, a kind of bad day or whatever that you can wear? Usually, I pretty well tough it out because I, I, I like, get excited and plan my lineups way in advance. But Thursday is the day that I'll bring something just comfy or fun or that's not really as important to me. Uh, when you think about your cosplay, what do you think, like, first drew you into doing it? Um, I was always a really big fan of, you know, like, anime and conventions, and I... I always thought it was really cool. I would see, like, the crazy Photoshop pictures of the magical girls and things like that. And I, I don't know. I just always thought it was really nice. Uh, what I'll, I like to talk to people a little bit about, like, strengths and weaknesses. Because I think some people look at cosplays like yours and others. And they're like, oh, my God, I'm so intimidated. I can never do that. What would you think is your strength as a cosplayer and your weakness as a cosplayer? I think that my strength probably is mostly in my sewing. Um, I've, I've gotten pretty good at it. Uh, following 
patterns isn't as always the easiest thing and figuring out, you know, how things come together. It's, it's definitely like a learned skill that intimidates a lot of people. My weakness is other than procrastinating really hard <laughs> on everything I work on. Um, I'd say probably makeup. There's a lot I'd still like to learn about makeup and I've just kind of gotten the basics down pretty well, I think. Do you usually cosplay in groups? Like, go with people in groups? Or... I'm always at the con with friends, but generally there's my roommate is there, and uh, we'll always kind of coordinate our cosplays to match up with each other and just have a good time. Uh, when you look at cosplay and, like, uh, conventions and stuff, one of the biggest draws everybody knows is doing photo shoots. Is that something you like doing? Yes, photos are honestly really one of the reasons that I got into cosplay. Um, I actually like to take photos too, but um, yeah, I love kind of figuring out how to pose for a character. Uh, I like the editing work after. We just bring our own camera to the convention and kind of take turns taking each other's photos or get a friend to do it. Uh, when it comes to photos and like conventions and stuff, do you ever have enough time to enjoy the convention still, like the floor panels and such? I do, in a sense. I think I get a different thing out of cons than some people do. I don't usually go to panels so much. Um, I kind of just enjoy wandering around the con floor and just getting the social aspect, and then we'll snap some photos in between. Uh, what's the biggest convention you've been to? I would say... The biggest is probably Colossal Con in Ohio. Uh, it was an unbelievable scale. What did you think about that when you first went? It was really, really fun. Uh, the venue was big enough that even though there was obviously a huge amount of people, it didn't really feel super crowded. It just felt kind of like comfortable, I guess. Uh, I would love to go again, but it's actually really hard to get into the hotel for the convention. Oh, yeah, that's one of the problems with some of the uh, conventions is, like, the hotels are so booked up you can't even get one. Oh, yeah, I remember waiting on hold on the phone for a good, like, four or five hours trying to get into uh, the last Colossal. Uh, when it comes to, like, convention experiences and stuff, uh, I like to talk to people about, like, do you have in mind when, uh, like, a funny story about a convention, maybe, like, you know, missing a cab or getting stuck somewhere or something like that? I think I've probably got a few, actually. Um, <laughs> I remember once, uh, it was in still kind of my earlier cosplay days, but I was cosplaying from Haikyuu, which is a volleyball anime. And so my friend and I had on these crazy-looking wigs. I had, like, toxic orange spiky hair, and we had on these uniforms, and we went into the elevator for our hotel to go down, and there was just a mom in there, and she looked at us and goes, what team do you play for? <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I don't know. Uh, and there's, been, there's been many times when we've been asked uh, not to stand on things or not to stand near things that are dangerous, because sometimes <laughs> just do what you got to do for a photo. Yeah. Um. Another thing we I like to ask and people are interested in is like a workplace. I know a lot of people has like just their living room, or some people actually have a a, a dead designated workplace. What is your cosplay workplace like? Uh, I do a lot of work in the living room just because that's where I hang out the most. But usually, any of the messy work that goes in, uh, I have a sunroom in my house actually. So it's just got like a concrete floor. There's not much to mess up in there, and there's good light. So that's where I usually work. Uh, 
do you, is there like one part of that when you're doing a, a build that you automatically start with first or? Usually I'll try to start with the wig first for a character just because once that's done, I'm like, okay, I'll look at least all right in this. <laughs> uh, other than that, I just try to kind of, if I'm making the clothes, I'll try to get the base outfit down. Do you ever work with other people on a costume for yourself or other people? Occasionally, my roommate and I will kind of collaborate with each other when uh, if she needs a sewing task done, I'll help her out. Or she's like the prop master, so if I need a prop or something, I'm like, can you help me, dude? <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you, you were talking about going to the conventions, maybe with a, a couple of friends or something, uh, is there any kind of like set group you uh, like role you fall into because I know some people are saying like oh well I'm the emergency person I repair costumes or I'm the person that lets everybody know that you need to eat or something like that is there something you kind of fall into role I'm the person that makes sure you are not leaving that convention without getting a couple of photos of your cosplay <laughs> has that ever happened when you like take a cosplay there and you somebody forgets they even have a photo taken yeah, that used to happen a lot before I got my own camera. We would kind of wander the halls, and you know, a ton of people ask, oh, can I get your photos? So later you'll go and look on Instagram or anywhere and think you'll find it, but you don't usually get photos back that way. So I decided we'll just take our own. Uh, that brings up a thing about finding your photos online. Is Has it ever been like you're just scrolling through stuff and all of a sudden you find yours and it's like, hey, that's me. It's happened before. A lot of times after conventions, people will kind of spam post all the pictures they took. So sometimes I'm like, hey, that's me. And if it doesn't look very good, I'm just like, I'm not claiming that. <laughs> uh, do you remember the first time you had a, had a request to have a photo taken with you? I'm not sure if I do in particular, but I'm sure it was probably in my uh, Prince Zelda cosplay. Because I remember my uh, friend was doing... Uh, a female version of Link, and we had a, I think we had a pretty big group that year, but uh, yeah, a lot of people were just like, oh my god, Link, can I get your picture? And I just kind of stepped into the frame with her. <laughs> Do you think you've gotten used to it, having your photo taken, or people requesting it? I think so. Sometimes it still takes a little uh, effort to know how I should pose for a character, but I, I have a few kind of stock things that I just do, and I'm like, okay, that'll look good on their phone. <laughs> Uh, are you the type of person when you see other cosplayers, you're like, oh my god, I gotta get a picture with them? It depends. Usually I'm a little more like that for my friends when I'm like, oh my god, they look so good and I just want to get a selfie <laughs> with them. But I don't I don't tend to just um, have a lot of photos with people I don't know, I guess. When it comes to like, you see somebody that's cosplaying the same thing with them, and it's not like a bad, bad thing. Do you ever like go like, oh man, I wish I had thought of that? I do. Sometimes I see someone that's the same thing as me, and I really am just like, man, they did that so good. I wonder how they did that, and I just want to ask them. Have you ever went up and asked somebody? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I want to know, but no, I'm not going to ask. <laughs> yes. I have done a few drive-by compliments, though. <laughs> Trying to fish, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that looks so good. I wonder if they'll tell me. <laughs> have, do you have a, a dream cosplay costume you'd like to do? I actually have two, and they're actually going to happen uh, late this year and early next year, I hope. Oh, that's cool. Uh, 
I've always been a huge fan of the Kingdom Hearts games since uh, the first one came out, and I'm finally, finally this year going to cosplay Sora. Cool. Uh... The other is, I, I'm not sure who even knows about this anime anymore. It wasn't even that great, but uh, I used to watch an anime called uh, Majin Tante no Gami Nero, I think it was. And it's just about this, uh, it's like a demon that eats mysteries, and he's got this really terrifying bird form. So I've always wanted to do like a gender bend version of it and just make a big, scary bird head. And I'm hoping to do that next year. Oh, those sound cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, going back to like I was talking about before, people like kind of maybe like idolizing or thinking everybody's perfect when they do cosplays. Have you ever had a cosplay that you started and you just couldn't finish it? I don't know that there's any that I've 100% given up on, but there's been plenty that I wore it once and I was like, I can't do that again. That didn't look good at all. <laughs> um I, I've, I've cosplayed Trainer Red a couple of times with my friend uh, doing Trainer Green, and I, I think my red has improved now, but some characters just don't suit me too well when they're just very stern and manly. <laughs> uh, you talked about earlier about how you basically like just plow through if like it's a bad experience, experience with the costume or something. Hey, you, <laughs> what's the worst, like maybe uncomfortable costume that you've ever had? As far as just the costume itself with no outside stimulus, I think probably the most uncomfortable is, um, it's a tie between Shigaraki and A2 from Near Automata. Uh, Shigaraki, the hands are all, they weigh like a pound each, and there's 14 of them. Uh, so they're all just like strapped all over me, and I have to be careful not to knock them off, and it's just very uh, harrowing to wear him. Uh, A2 is the opposite. She has, like, very little clothes, so you have to be very careful how you stand or how you lean. You can't sit on things. It's just a little uh, uncomfy. Uh, when it comes to your costumes and stuff, do they usually end up being durable, or is it like you have to do a little repairs after every convention? They're pretty durable now. When I started, it would be like, I get to the con, and I don't know if that shirt is going to fall off of me or not, but um, mostly when I get home from cons, I'll either have to touch up a little spot on a wig, or uh, for some reason, in particular, one character I have, no matter what outfit I wear, the crotch rips in the pants. It doesn't matter what it is. Uh when you make your costumes, are you usually, like, like you talked about sewing, do you usually build them from the ground up, or do you piece stuff together? If I'm going for a competition piece, I'll make everything that I possibly can within reason. Uh, but otherwise, I'll kind of try to make it, like, you know, if I can buy it or if I can piece it together, then I will. Just to save a little time, save a little money. Uh, it's something that, uh, for some reason, I've never brought up on the episode before, is, like, what's competitions like cosplay competitions like they're really fun for me they're nerve-wracking because i'm a very uh, nervous very shy person but um it it varies a little depending on where you are um smaller ones are nice and it's nice when they cap the limit of how many people can enter so that you're not you know waiting an hour for 100 people to walk across the stage but uh, generally, you know, you go and see the judges sometime before the walk, usually earlier in the day, and they'll just kind of take a look at what you've done, uh, talk to you a little, and then before everyone walks, they've already made their decision. 
Did they usually have like different skill levels? Yeah. Um, in bigger competitions, I've seen like uh, there'll, there'll be a, a child and then a beginner, advanced, sometimes a master's, and then there's usually a separate uh, category for groups only. Is there like, do you think about that when you're doing a build, like automatically, like, oh, this is going to be a poor competition, or no, this is not a competition? I definitely do, because um, some things, even if you make everything, there might not be enough on it to be worthy of trying to compete against other people, because I've seen some really amazing things at competitions. Uh, right off the top of your head, do you have a, a, a another cosplayer that you look to and say, like, oh, that they're really cool, I like their work? Um, the first that comes to mind definitely has to be uh, Okami-san. She's actually my roommate, and uh, I'm always in awe of the props and things that she makes, and she's really, really getting good at wig styling, too. Oh, that's cool. Do you talk with a lot of different cosplayers? Like, not not necessarily, like, friends with them, but do you discuss cosplay with a lot of people? It's mostly my friends that are cosplayers that I talk to about uh, nerdy kind of stuff like that. I make a lot of friends at cons that we kind of bond over convention stuff. That's cool. Uh, when it comes to you talked about, like, not doing, like, panels at, at, at conventions and stuff, are you a merch buyer? I'm a pretty big merch buyer. Uh, I try to limit it to some snacks and then to one big purchase because I'm I'm working on a bit of a figure collection. It's not big yet, but it's it's got some dollar value behind it. <laughs> yeah, I'm stuck in one of those too. <laughs> uh, you talk about some of your influences, some of the anime. What's some of your favorite anime? Some of my favorite anime. I'm I'm very very big into My Hero Academia right now. Um, Trying to think what else I've even been watching. I'm always a little behind on things. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is one of my absolute favorites. Uh, I'm really excited that Part 5 was announced. Yeah. I'm just getting ready to start Season 2 of My Hero Academia. It's good. I'm, I'm very ahead in the manga, so I'm kind of like, uh, do I need to watch the third season right now? <laughs> uh, do your influences from cosplays usually come from uh, anime? Or are they video games or movies and it's often video games. It'll usually be, uh, I'll find something new, I'll start watching it or playing it, and then all of a sudden I'll see a character and I know that's the one that I would cosplay. And then the seed is planted and I have to fight it sometimes. <laughs> uh, do you automatically see stuff like when you're watching stuff and think like, oh, I would like, I could do that or that would be interesting to do? I do. Like, I'll instantly wonder, you know, how would I make that or do I have a sewing pattern that I could make that shirt out of? Do you ever hit the realization, like, oh, I'd like to do that. Oh, no, that would be way too much. <laughs> yes, I probably should have had that realization with Shigaraki, but I went ahead and He's the most expensive cosplay to date. Oh. Uh, when you talk about, like, stuff like the cost that goes into cosplays, and I don't think, like, a lot of people look into that. Is that also something you automatically, do? I mean, do you set kind of a budget with your cosplays and saying like, well, I can't spend no more than this one for this one, since you do so many per convention? I don't, even though I should. What I try to do is just keep my costs as low as possible, but sometimes I'll just kind of know, like, I need these certain things, and there's really no way I can get around, you know, whatever they cost. Did you know, you talked about, like, one of your most expensive ones, did you know it going in, or did you just build as you went? 
it just built and it didn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> Is it one that's going to be long lasting, like durability wise? I think so. Um, I need to find a new way to attach the hands to me, and if I can get those hands to stay steady, then I would be plenty happy to wear him a bunch more times because he's really cool looking. It just you can't tell that I'm held together by hopes and dreams. Uh, I've talked to people that do different cosplays, like you talked about earlier, having one where it actually was not much on, and like people that do like bathing suit cosplays and different ones. Have you ever had a cosplay that you did and it was like, nope, nope, I'm not wearing that. No. <laughs> um, I think the only one I've done like that is uh, uh, at Colossal Con. I actually did a bikini cosplay, and uh, I made it myself because I wanted it to kind of go with the character's color scheme, but I wasn't super good at sewing at that point, so it wasn't the best, and it didn't flatter me too much, so I was just like, this one has to go in the garbage. <laughs> did that realization come right away? It came as soon as I put it on and looked in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, along the same lines, have you ever had a, a costume when you got to the convention and it just was, like, not working out? Like, it just didn't work and you automatically were just, like, done with it? That hasn't happened to me yet, thankfully. Most of my stuff holds together okay, although um, there is one particular character, uh, Himiko, actually, from My Hero Academia, and no matter what I do, whenever I try to wear her, it'll be way too hot and I kind of overheat, so I just change out of her pretty fast. Have you had any uh, costume disasters, like big rips or anything? Uh, just the crotch rips that I mentioned before. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't I don't know why. The first time it happened, I was wearing uh, Ignis from Final Fantasy XV, and I'll go ahead and say my pants did not fit quite right. They were a little tight, and I'm pretty sure that's why those ripped. But the other time I was wearing him in this nice white wedding suit that I bought, and um, the pants were just perfectly loose, so I have no reason why. But at some point during the day, I was just like, my pants have ripped again. <laughs> I, that that actually in the same way happens to a friend of mine with a costume and she can't figure out what it is. Like it happens all the time. We must have too strong of a stance. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> uh, when it comes to like uh, having like your supplies ready, like you said, you have quite a few costumes you take to a convention. How mm -hmm. much do you take in supplies for cosplay? We usually keep it pretty low. Um, a lot of our Cosplays will have like one, maybe two props, usually fairly small. Um, and other than that, it's mostly my bag is taken up by makeup supplies and camera supplies. Do you have like a supply kit you have like back at the hotel or whatever? Uh, as far as like repairs and stuff goes, we'll just kind of bring, we'll usually bring a hot glue gun. We'll bring uh, safety pins and fashion tape and we'll usually have a sewing needle and some thread. If you could tell somebody to bring one thing with them at all times of cosplay, what would it be? I'm going to say safety pins. Hmm. Uh, that that can save just about any kind of disaster you're having. Uh, what do you think's the worst thing to try to do when you, you're you in full costume? Like normal I think, activity. I think... Uh, in some, it's definitely running, but in general, I think uh, the further you get from the convention, just trying to eat at a restaurant is uh, really awkward and awful. <laughs> uh, you ain't never had any food disasters in costume, have you? 
Um, I'm pretty sure that I've spilled food on myself before, but I can't think of what I was wearing, but I'm <laughs> sure that I've I've also dropped part of a cosplay in the toilet before in the hotel oh. room. It was a clean toilet, but still. That happened, that happened to me with one with teeth. Oh, no, you dropped your teeth in the toilet? Yeah, I, I was, like, trying to get them to fit in with the gum stuff. And, uh-huh. I, and they, like, slipped, and they went, whoop. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, ever since then, I, I hope you learned it, too. We just keep the toilet lid closed. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we see a lot of videos with people at, at like, uh, their hotels at conventions, and, like, they're getting ready, and it's a mess, and it almost looks like a rock star's hotel. Their hotels are a mess. Is that the type of <laughs> hotel yours is at a convention? Ours is kind of a medium. We do have, we have, like, uh, areas of controlled mess. Uh, I'll usually have one section where I've put my luggage, and everything's just kind of, like, sitting on top of it, and then I'll have the place where I've been getting my makeup on, and that's just got makeup supplies all around. But we don't like there to be, uh, like, garbage or you know, construct or obstructed walkways or anything like that. Uh, when you are in costume, do you find your mood is different? Like, are you more confident with a confident character? Are you more open with open characters? I do find that. Uh, I find that I'm in a good mood in general when I'm in cosplay, just because it's kind of just a, a big party for people that have the same interests as you. Uh, when it comes to conventions, is there one, like, thing that actually drives you nuts with me it's always food it's expensive and it's bad (laughs) Uh uh-huh uh yeah food is definitely a problem i think one thing that drives me drives me nuts when i do have to see it is uh hotel security or convention center security that just acts up for no reason uh because i know a lot of cosplayers aren't terribly respectful of the place we're in but we try to be so i don't like it when someone just gets in our face for no reason yeah i've seen that before like with people just walking and people are like well what you doing this and they're like well we were just walking (laughs) Uh uh-huh uh with when it comes to like cosplay and and the art of like building something and doing it what do you think is a, a a skill you would like to learn in the future that you haven't learned yet I would really like to get a little more into prop making. Uh, there's a lot of cool weapons out there that I would like to have, but I'm not quite to that level yet. Are you a cosplayer that takes commissions? On very rare occasion I do, but it's usually just kind of a favor to a friend, and we just make our own little agreement. Uh, is that like kind of like a big thing in the the cosplay community like friends helping each other out with different aspects it really is especially if you live close to each other a lot of people will have kind of cosplay work days and just hang out in the same place and work on things and um, everybody kind of has different skills so it's nice when somebody else can step in and help you figure something out do you think like your your cosplay fits a certain style of cosplay or do you do like very different things I, I think I stay pretty well in one kind of norm. Um, I, I'm, I'm tending a lot towards like Square Enix characters. Uh, do you think you've, like from your first point starting out when you were younger to now, do you think you've improved a whole lot between that time? I think so. I think uh, as soon as I got my own camera and was able to look at pictures of my cosplays afterwards, I was like, 
I know what needs to be fixed now. And ever since then, I've just I've been trying pretty hard. I think. Mm. Uh, do you sometimes cringe if you see older stuff? Because we know how most artists do with their work. I cringe at it, but I kind of just let myself laugh at it. Every now and then I'll uh, post to my Instagram story just some really old photo and be like, reminder, I looked like this in 2013. <laughs> <laughs> Is there, like, anything besides conventions that you went to? Have Because I know, like, I live in Florida, and we even have, like, they have, like, uh, more, more commie gardens down here. And they have, like, a huge anime festival there, too. Have you ever been to a non-convention, like, event cosplaying? I've not. I would really like to, though. Uh, I, I like to try to do kind of location shoots and visit places that are just very nice uh, in cosplay. Do you do, like, casual cosplay? Every now and then I'll do a, a little casual thing, just if I have something that suits a character. Okay. Uh... To, to wrap this up, and again, thank you very much for talking to me. Uh, to you, what what is the biggest like draw for you to not only the start, we talked about earlier starting the cosplay, but what keeps you doing it, you think, the biggest thing? I think both the social aspect and how cosplay makes me feel. Um, cosplay has actually really made me gain a lot of confidence, and I've just been a lot happier because of it I think and I've made a lot of friends is that one uh, if you if somebody was wanting to get into cosplay is that one of the things you would talk to them about is like oh it's a good thing to make friends yeah absolutely because it's so it's really like a friend making easy mode at a convention everyone likes the same things as you no one's going to judge you for what you like you just walk up to somebody and say hey I like your cosplay uh, to end with, like, uh, one of the things I like to say to people is, like, if you can describe cosplay, how would you describe it? To somebody that knows nothing about it. I would say you get to have all the fun of Halloween, but for three days straight. <laughs> that is a good explanation. <laughs> Again, thank you very much for agreeing to talk to me for this time. I really appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. The flagship show of Tin Pod Radio. Tin Pod is a monthly audiobook chapter series punctuated with exclusive artist interviews between chapters. Join us in the Tin Universe for novels, flash fiction, and microfiction from one crazed mind. Mm-hmm.